Hello, and welcome to Healing Mindsets with Denise. I am Denise, and I am excited to talk to you today about why mindset matters. So first, let me tell you a little bit about who I am and what I do. I am a neuroenergetic kinesiologist. I have been studying and working for the last 10 years on accessing the human energy field and helping to de-stress certain aspects or areas where there is, whether it's sluggishness, density, um, maladaption, stuck um, emotions, thoughts, energies, and releasing those areas so that the body can heal itself. I facilitate the release and then the body heals itself. Um, it's a really cool um, profession that I have the absolute pleasure of being a part of. I feel like I get to see miracles every day. I get to um, hear transformative stories, incredible insights, and um, really connect deeply with the soul of the individual, which is unique and profound, and yet there's all these really interesting patterns that we all have that link us together and help us so that we can truly understand each other and appreciate that this experience, this life experience that we all have, is one that is um, meant to be challenging and insightful and developing our character. Um, it can also be incredibly uh, burdensome at time if we are not assisted or prepared to handle some of the things that come our way. And so uh, those, the interesting thing about that, meaning life and challenges and growth, is that sometimes uh, we are hit with a load that is a little bit heavy to bear, which is where my job comes in handy. Uh, because those life experiences, sometimes they can get stuck. You know, that's that's a big part of mental health is, you know, man, this happened and I don't, I really don't know how to process this. I can't make sense of this. Well, they get stuck in our head, but it also can get stuck in our body. And interestingly enough, when it's stuck in our body, it's almost like the, it's almost like a mountain that the mind can't completely overcome if it's not also resolved in the body. And I don't like to use the absolute can't. I mean, that's not my place to say. I haven't been in every situation everywhere and I can't complain like this is the way it works always and forever. Of course not. However, there is a pattern that when there is an obstacle physically, it manifests mentally or if it's mentally, it manifests physically. It can go either direction, but they are connected. And when you address both simultaneously, there is so much more powerful, so much more transformative and so much more healing and, and deep than it could be otherwise. It is anything but a band-aid, anything but a pill-popping experience. And so uh, I, I want to talk about how to apply this in our lives. I want to talk about how important this is and what we might, where we might start to just be like, okay, you know, cool. So something in my body is making me think thoughts. That's cool. Well, okay. So how do we get started? How do we make this practical? How do we make this something that just people know about every day? You know, that this is, this is a, this is something as similar or as easy or as, as commonplace as saying, Hey, take your vitamins. Everybody knows what you're saying and everybody knows why. Everybody says, you know, if anybody says, hey, make sure to take your vitamins. Well, yeah, you know exactly what they're saying. You know exactly why. Because it's commonplace. It's because it's critical mass. Everybody gets it. But if you say, oh, man, I'm so sorry that you're experiencing that physically. For example, there's maybe there's sadness. You know, the lungs are just 
really struggling. Maybe they've got a cold or they've they've got something come up in their lungs. And you're like, man, you know, I understand that that was really sad. A lot of times sadness is, is held in the lungs. And so when someone's experiencing something in the lungs, you might you might just appreciate, well, they're probably experiencing some sadness in their life. You know, that's that's part of it. So uh, that's the kind of thing that I think should be just so commonplace that we all we all just know it. We all just experience it. We all understand it. That's that's kind of a world that I dream of. And that's part of the mission, the reason why I've started this podcast, so that I can just talk about this and that hopefully, perhaps, maybe, possibly, someday, uh, this is talked about all over in such a way that it becomes as commonplace and as as easily understood as take your vitamins. So, I'm going to start out with just some of these basic concepts. Um, in fact, I'm going to start out with a story. This is how I got introduced to this reality that since this introduction has proven to be true, oh, tens of thousands of times, maybe hundreds of thousands of times. It's just so daily in my life because it, it's just so accurate. It's just, yeah, that's of course, you know. Um, it's a, it's interesting because we actually have phrases in our language, you know, like burden on your shoulders, butterfly in your stomach, um, you know, cold feet, don't get cold feet. You know, we have these phrases that have mental emotional connotations, but they use a physical symbol to demonstrate that. And the coolest thing about that is, is that they're accurate. Burden it does go on your shoulders. If you feel overly burdened in your life, you're going to have tight so- shoulders. You know, who do you know that doesn't have tight shoulders? Now, a burden, a perceived mental, emotional, or physical burden that creates tight tight shoulders can be different for different people. Someone might feel super burdened by having a baby or a child that they have to care for. Someone might be super burdened by this experience that they had 10 years ago that they just couldn't resolve. And so they're carrying it around on their back and they just can't get over it. And it's creating tight shoulders. And you notice I used another physical um, description for a connotation, you know, carrying it around on your back. So this is just something we have in our language. You know, people get nervous and they get butterflies in their stomach. Yes, worry is carried in the stomach. That is something that is scientifically supported. Uh, people get ulcers if they're excessive worriers, and yet we have, and we at the same time we have this cool language, this this uh, wording that we use in our daily life that is so understood and is actually accurate in application. Super cool, super crazy, blew my mind that this is a thing. So here's my story. This is how I got introduced to the idea that my body un- gets me. <laughs> my body. Um, is connected in an in a absolutely intricate, beautiful, phen- phenomenal, and yet um, can be damning way <laughs> to my, my mind and my heart. So when I was about 18 years old, I um, woke up one morning and my eyes were just, I could have been 17, anyway, my eyes were just killing me. I mean, they felt like a million little needles were just poking me in my eye and just horrible, so painful. And I piled a bunch of washcloths on top of my eyes and um, to block out the light because that made it worse. And my mom drove me to our neuroenergetic kinesiologist, who is also my uncle, 
um, who I was, um, who was kind of our emergency room growing up. And so, you know, I'm in tons of pain and I walk in and, and I have to be honest, I was a, um, teenager. <laughs> Surprise. So I had, I had air attitude in certain areas of my life. Now, if you ask my parents, they'd be like, oh yeah, you were super easy, easygoing teenager. And it's true towards my parents, but certain, certain aspects, I was still a teenager and I still had, you know, interesting attitudes and whatnot, which I, I fully embrace. I just, anyway, um, the, I, I embrace the teenage attitude is what I'm saying. Um, and I still at times reflect that in my adult self. Sometimes I still maintain some teenage attitude and I just acknowledge it and there it is. Anyway, so we go into my energy Camille. Oh, so back up just a sec. So I had actually not gone in to, um, for any reason, I just kind of dealt with it myself in part because of my teenage attitude. I, did not want to face any truth, I guess you could say, about what was going on in my life and how that might be reflected in my my body or my experience. And so I had kind of avoided, but this experience with my eyes was unavoidable. I, I really needed help. It was not something that was negotiable. It's not something that could be put off. And it was not something that I could, you know, just deal with because the pain was so intense and so quick. And so my mom drove me in, and um, and I go into the room, and first thing out of his mouth was, okay, so there's something in your life you don't want to see, and I knew, I knew exactly what he was talking about. And I didn't want to talk about it. Hello? No, I'm, no, there's a reason why I didn't want to see it. Don't talk about it. <laughs> so I, uh... So I just, in my nice little teenage way, turned my head away from him and said, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I don't want to talk about it. And he said, okay, and he went on to do his thing. And uh, he, he did, and he helped me out, and he balanced out my energy field, and I left the building seeing just fine. He told me to go home and eat some carrots. And that blew my mind. I mean, I really, I just, what, you know, I was fine. And... I have the, you know, I have this belief, I was raised with this belief that all good things come from God. And so I had avoided him for a number of reasons, you know, and I just, eh, I just want to be careful. I just don't understand this thing's kind of weird, you know, I don't know. And after I left, I thought, well, I mean, that was different. That was, that was unique. That was interesting. And I, I wanted, I wanted more wanted to understand that. I became extraordinarily curious. I was interested in discovering and understanding what in the world, how that related, how did my body experience that energy or, or why, how, what could have possibly created the environment inside of my physical body even from this thing that I, I was seeing in my life, this, this pathway that I was taking that I knew was the wrong path for me. But yet I was walking down it just the same. I knew, but no, I'm not going to walk. I mean, I'm sure everyone's done that, right? Everyone's done that. Come on. You all have eyes, right? There's been one time or another where your eyes have bugged you in one way or another. And it might be different than this, of course. But there's when there's something, an issue with the eyes, it has something to do with what we see, what we don't see, what we want to see, what we don't want to see, um, what we can't handle seeing, what makes us 
teary or not teary, right? Like there's just aspects of this that, that go right into it. And this particular thing I was just trying to stay, you know, turn a blind eye to. Woohoo, another language. What is that called? Like a colloquial? I'll have to look it up. I'll have to look that up. I should have looked it up before. But you guys have some patience with me. I'm new to this podcasting thing and, and I just want to have fun. But I'll get better as I go. So there's another one, turning a blind eye. Yup. And I was going blind because of it. That blew my mind. And then, when it was taken care of energetically, all of a sudden then I can see. Not only could I see physically, but now mentally and emotionally, I had no choice but to also allow myself to see and acknowledge and be real with what I was experiencing in my life that I was trying to turn a blind eye to, but no longer could. I had to face it. And let me tell you, there's reasons why I didn't want to face it. I don't know how personal to get. This thing's public, so I don't know how personal to get. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to err on the side of less personal for now. Um, but basically, you know, it's just one of those pathways that I was taking in my life, and I was making choices to in- encourage or to, um, you know, perpetuate this pathway in my life, and it was not the right pathway for me. And so I couldn't help but notice these mentally, emotionally, and handle them and choose to handle them. And after, you know, seeing that and observing that, and and um, I ended up actually going in about six more times um, before I finally got to a point where I was ready to release that pathway. I It broke my heart. I mean, it was something I, I had, I guess, invested a lot in. Or something I desperately wanted, and I knew it was not right, I knew it was not for me, and I didn't want to have to pay the consequences of it, I was trying to turn the blind eye, that no longer worked because my body wouldn't let me, thank you body, I am so desperately and deeply grateful to you for it, um, and so I, I was able to go through the process of healing and realizing that Um, This was important. This wasn't something I could avoid, that my soul was out of alignment and my body was showing me that. So mind-blowing. So cool. So I am a co-creator of an app called the Mind-Body Dictionary. And basically the concept is our body speaks to us. It teaches us. It's it's helping us to, to recognize and understand what's out of alignment in our life so that we can get back in alignment in our mind, heart, and soul, so that our body can heal. And that what, that's the foundation of what the Mind-Body Dictionary is created from. If you go to Apple um, Apple Apps, if you go to the Apple Store on, on Apple Store, uh, on the Apple phone, or if you go to, what is it, Android, the Play Store, you can find our, our app on either one of those stores, download it, and then you can look up what's going on with your body. You're like, what's my body trying to tell me? What is my my mind and heart doing that's not lining up with my body that I'm supposed to be paying attention to? Most of the time, the, the response that I hear from people is, holy cow, what the heck? I mean, you know, beepity beeping, whatever. I mean, how much do you want to say on this podcast? People are blown away, just downright blown away at how accurate, how true, and how intense it is. And so... We try to say these things gently. The idea is that you need to understand where you currently are, point A, and then 
how to get to point B. And in the app, you'll see that. You'll see here's the shadow emotion that's got you to this place. And here is the light that you want to walk towards so that you can heal. And then we include affirmations to bridge that gap, as well as offer foods, recommendations for foods, books, you know, mindset type books, and practitioners. It's a really, really cool app. I've wanted it in my pocket since this experience happened, you know, well over 10 years ago, well before I started my practice and got into this industry, because I just really, truly wanted to understand, okay, how does this work? And then, you know, there's lots of books written on it. I wanted it in my pocket. I just, and I, and I truly believe it should be in everybody's pocket. And so we created this app. So check it out. I think you'll love it. Tell your friends to check it out. Have them check out this podcast. So just, just to help them understand it, I'm going to be doing a lot more. I'm going to get more detailed. If you have specific questions, if you have specific um, thoughts or just things that you'd like to talk more about, comment um, in here. Contact me. I'd love to have a discussion. I'd love to talk more about it. I am trying to keep these podcasts under 20 minutes. And so they're just doing bite-sized pieces here and there. And I can, of course, add in whatever and do another podcast on whatever. So that's why this one's, you know, I'm cutting it out about now. I've chit-chatted long enough, but so much fun talking about this. Thank you for listening to my story. I hope you enjoyed it. I look forward to hearing your thoughts, your questions, your insights, your experiences, and I am so excited to start this discussion. Have a lovely day.